So let's go ahead and get started. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on Costly Conversations. Stephanie, thank you for uh, having on, me. On Instagram, you do go by Family Ties Two A. Uh, if anybody wants to look you up, um, definitely gonna be uh, a good a good treat. I know you do some some training, some certifications. Uh, you've been pretty active in the in the Black Two A community, but in the Two A community as a whole, super excited to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. So, Stephanie, could you just tell the people what do you do? Like, I know I just mentioned <laughs> a little bit of it. What do you do, Steph? Oh, my goodness. I do a little of this, a little of that. Um, no. So right now I'm a certified firearms instructor for the USCCA. I'm also certified uh, through NAGA as a certified firearms instructor. I'm also, I just became certified to be a training counselor so I can also certify instructors through the USCCA. Um, so that's my certification and in instructor stuff. Um, I'm the Southwest Regional Director for the National African American Gun Association. So that's really great. Southwest Regional Director. Yes. And yes, yes. A little birdie told me that you guys actually have a convention coming up. Can we we sure do. Absolutely. Thank you so much for mentioning it. And tell that yes. birdie thank you too. Absolutely. It's going to be at TDSA. It's in Ferris, Texas, uh, right on the outskirts of Dallas. Um, it is the first annual convention, and I'm super excited. Um, we have a lot of breakout sessions, uh, some really awesome instructors coming out to share their knowledge, different various uh, skill levels, skill sets, uh, pistol, rifle, shotgun, um, we're still working on an archery instructor. Um, archery. Yes, we wanted to introduce that new skill. Um, we will have a first aid seminar. And all of this are um, African-American black instructors. We have vendors coming out there, all African-American uh, vendors and businesses. So we're super excited um, to be leading that charge. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I personally think that's an awesome thing. You guys are really um, just putting the work with that. Um, now, I suppose uh, some people might, might actually question that. They might um, try to ask, like, you know, why, uh, why are you guys focusing on the black stuff? Like, you know, it, wouldn't it be racist if white folks had a, a, a white uh, trainer's convention? Like, that. <laughs> Well, first of all, let me backtrack and say, shameless plug, it is June 25th, the weekend of June 25th, June 26th. So if you're interested, please sign up. We're still allowing registration. Um, and to address that whole, you know, oh, it's, you know, only a black thing, so on and so forth. Um, no, it's not necessarily only a black thing. Um, we welcome all supporters that uh, choose to come out fellowship with us. But the reason that I'm focusing this convention, the reason why we're focusing this convention on highlighting African-American instructors is because, one, we're leading the charge. Um, we, this is, I don't want to say a new phenomenon, but this is something newer that we are coming into 
this whole market, this industry. So I think that it's about time that we get highlighted and showcased in um, a huge platform um, as the convention would offer. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my roundabout answer to that. Yeah, well, you know what? I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I think that's. I think. It, I think it is important to showcase. Um, talent from from many groups especially because um people who maybe aren't very familiar with the way the gun industry works uh it's it has a few gatekeepers and it's protected by the old guard and if you don't have the right connections and the right um i guess platform and you know things have to line up in in, in a way that makes it easy for people to digest you um then you're not gonna you're not gonna get the shine that maybe you do deserve because you're a fantastic shooter or you're, you're a great trainer or you have an awesome program or you're, you're pushing basically a lot of the same messages that people who have been doing it for years in the two way industry have been doing. And really, like you said, a lot of people who look like you and I really haven't been in it, not to make it some, Oh, black versus white thing. Cause it's not a black That's versus true. white thing. We're just trying to make sure that people who have worked hard and deserve, um, the recognition, you know, are able to get the recognition and, you know, great environments are created for people who want to learn firearms. So. Exactly. Yeah, period. And I mean, if you look at these conventions, I, I hate to say it, um, maybe you'll edit it out, but most of the instructors don't look like us. You know, we're yeah. just now getting into the bigger arena of us being highlighted and showcased on bigger platforms. I'm not talking about Instagram. I'm not talking about YouTube, not to down, you know, anything, but I'm really legitimately talking about on these huge national platforms and organizations. Um, the USCCA has a national convention coming up. Uh, NRA has their convention. Um, NSS, excuse me, NSSF has their convention. You know, where's ours? Where's something that show, showcases our instructors? So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that, I think that that is important, especially if you do it with the right attitude and, and the right um, motivations and the right heart. Not to down anybody else, but to, you know, really lift people up who deserve exactly. a little bit of shine. Uh, if anyone deserves anything, you know, deserves a little bit of shine. So I know you said through USCCA, you do have... Um, some certifications to teach other instructors. Can you talk a little bit about that? Are you? Do you have any classes coming up? But have you have you done that before? Or is this kind of new? I'm excited. It is. Well, I'm super excited. Um, it's new in the aspect I'll be certifying instructors. No, I've never done that. But as far as training, um, quality assurance, those things have always been. Um, in my tool belt. I, I have background in it. Um, in addition to, I, I mean, good public speaking, all the skills I believe and that it's shown that you need to be a good training counselor. Um, so I've, while I may be newer at it, I think I'm, I'm skilled and hopefully we'll see my first class uh, July 10th. It's a two-day class. It'll be out here in Houston. And then the following weekend, I'm going to have another one out in Mississippi. So I'm really excited about that. 
Excellent, excellent. How long have you been in firearms? Like, what's what's your story when it comes to the first time you touched a gun, and then how did you get here? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wow. Let's go all the way back. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. So I say that to say that that's my crutch. I wasn't introduced into firearms for a very long time. I left New York, um, you know, when I was 20, moved down to the South, uh, live life. Um, At that point, I realized that guns was kind of a big thing in the South. Um, At that point, I joined the military. Um, In the Army, I was an 88 Mike. Um, my primary weapon was my rifle. I didn't handle a handgun, pistol, whatever. I, none of that. Like, it was my M16, then my M4, and that was it. Um, so I got out the Army, stayed in the South, and, I mean, again, I saw that from this time, I was now out in Texas. And, I mean, coming from Florida uh, to, to Texas... Guns were big in Florida, but Texas is just huge. It, it's a way of life. Like, I mean, yeah. you brush your teeth, you carry your gun. You know, you eat breakfast, you carry your gun. Um, and that's just, that's just it. It's dang near religious. It's, it's, right. it's deep. <laughs> you go to church, you carry your gun. Um, so I'm like, look, I, I, I definitely um, want to get into this this whole aspect of 2A. Um, Life again brought me back to Florida. Back there, I became um, certified, got my license, became an instructor. Life brought me back to Texas. In Texas, I became um, an LTC instructor for Texas. And then from there, I just started my journey, did some classes um, and realized that I see a lot of stuff and I feel that I have a lot of information that I like to share um, and assist other instructors. Um, so I made that step and I was like, yeah, why not? There's not many of us that look like you and I that are training counselors. So why not fill that gap, that void? Yeah, I mean, that's that's important. Um, you know, it's, it's really interesting because a lot of people, um, there's so many new firearms um, owners even just last year um how do you how do i even say so the 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 soft estimates were like there was like five million new gun owners but even since last year till now the numbers dang near doubled uh the amount of new gun owners in the united states it's it's crazy i mean it's it's a good thing i mean I'm, i'm i'm here i'm here for it like let's go but obviously there's there's a need for training there's a need for making sure that people know what they're doing, can safely own and operate, um, can effectively use their tool. Whether it's new or old, there's a lot of tools that have been sitting on the shelf and need to be uh, practiced with. I know you're a huge proponent of training. Yes. Um, One thing that, before we even touch on that, in a lot of ways, you are a regular girl, a regular woman, um, you know, lived in New York, went to the military, lived in Florida, lived in Texas. And then you or while you were in Florida, you said, ah, dang, I should probably, you know, get into carrying. I should probably uh, get into teaching, instructing and all, all these sorts of things and kind of going going from there. I think a lot of people really do get intimidated when they see 
the veterans who have been in it, who who do the tactical dress up, um, mm. who you know and that, that stuff is fun and cool. I appreciate it. I mean, we we all do it a little bit, um, but it it is kind of interesting because it's like, man, I wonder if those people are intimidated at all at just the sheer glory of it, you know. <laughs> And I mean, that that's interesting that you bring that up. I've heard that. I've heard in one of my recent classes, a student, um, you know, was looking for an instructor that she felt comfortable with, you know, just the average girl that she could relate to. Um, and that's how she found me. She was like, oh, family ties. She clicked on my photo. She saw me and my daughter on the range. And she was like, yeah, that, that's it. Um, you know, so I'm not the fit for everyone and those instructors out there aren't the fit for everyone. And that's fine. You just got to know, know your, know your lane, stay in your lane, enjoy it, master your craft. Um, and that's kind of another reason why I took up the whole step to be a training counselor. I'm seeing a lot of new instructors. Well, I'm seeing a lot of new gun owners that need training. I see a lot of uh, new gun owners transitioning to being trainers, being instructors, Um, but I'm not seeing us fill that void to adequately train them, those instructors. Um, So I'm I'm really excited to to get out there and, and certify our folks mainly, um, but it's just not going to be a certification factory. Like they're, they're, I believe in quality. I believe in excellence. Um, so I, I'm definitely, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm really excited um, to see the quality of instructors that I start certifying. Like it's going to be dope. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And kind of to, to piggy off that point and um just take just to take a moment to say thank you for doing that because there are there are a lot of people who bought their first gun and became an instructor all in the period of just last year during it just the early apocalypse and i'm i'm not saying a single bad thing against them because there's a lot of really talented quality people who their life skills have brought them to this point where they can successfully and more than adequately just with skill and purpose teach the next generation of firearms owners and they can do that really well yes. but there are going to be some that slip through the cracks and just they're not very good why because someone didn't tell them they weren't good or they didn't have someone to lean on when when they failed um i talked to Devin from parallel defense and he he's very adamant on like you need to to have a, a circle around you yes. so when you fail when you when you need to new, learn some new techniques to kind of compensate for what they can't teach you in a class you can lean on those um, on those people you're on your circle yeah I don't that, know. that's completely absolutely a hundred percent accurate us as instructors and training counselors we're students first um, yeah. we should not only have a circle but also have a mentor have few mentors um, I know mine pulled my coat a few months ago he he was like Stephanie why do you wear that drop leg holster he was like, is that your everyday carry? Are you teaching tactical classes? What, what purpose does that serve in your class? I'm like, no, that's, this, the, that's, my, that's the gun that I let them use. He was like, yeah, but you're not necessarily 
drawing it, it, it serves no function in the holster. You ultimately have to pull it out your holster and put, he called me out. And you know what? All the way out. All the way. And I appreciate it. Now, if you look at a series of my photos, you will not see me unless I'm on the range doing my own training. Yeah. See me with that job like holster. But it's the cool girl holster. Right. Oh, oh, he got me on that. He's like, oh, no, we don't do things to be cool. We do uh. things. Right. And see, that's why that's why I believe you gotta have a dope mentor. Like now somebody yeah. gonna hype you up, your hype man. Somebody that's uh-huh. gonna pull your coat and be like, Hey, what purpose does that serve and what are you showing our people? Um, I did wanna talk a little bit about because I know training and, and instruction is extremely important to you. Yes. Probably the most important thing if we're if we're just being real. Um, constitutional carry has been kind of a, a funny subject in the last several weeks um, for Texas specifically. I know other states have a version of it. Um, some states have free open carry. Some states have no carry. Some states are um, dang near communist China. Um, you know, it's, 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 we live in a funny America. That said, you have been one of the voices who have I suppose been cautious or concerned on that constitutional carry would eliminate um, the concealed carry courses, which based on what I've, what I've heard from you is one of the only training that many people engage in, at least before they purchase a firearm and sometimes ever. Can you talk on, speak on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but, you know, I tend to do that anyway, so it is what it is. Um, I'm starting again, starting my um, my journey coming out of Florida, where they also require some form of training um, before you're eligible to get your concealed carry license. And then coming here to Texas, where they require your LTC um, course before uh, getting your license to carry. Um, I saw, while I may not necessarily have always agreed with the curriculum and how it was written, I appreciated the fact that there was, I hate to say, forced training um, to make folks be somewhat proficient, somewhat knowledgeable. Um, I I don't stand here and say that these LTC classes are the end-all, be-all. You learn everything in one sitting because no class is like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I believe that it opens your mind to think about other things, to think about the the possibilities, the what if, the aftermath, the laws that affect it. While if there wasn't this required training um, with this set curriculum, um, what would be what what would they be out there learning? Um, what would be what would we be teaching them? Only what they want to know, um, which is. I mean, in a new shooter's mind is picking up the firearm and and pulling the trigger. Um, And we know it's press. Um, But sometimes we have to force them to learn 
the other things, the not so glorious, the not so cool aspects of it, the laws that we are bound to um, if we do use our firearms or even if we carry our firearm. Um, so I, I have my thoughts um, and I, I just, I encourage if this constitutional carry passes um, that we just continue training. The, at the end of the day, just train, get out there, get with some knowledgeable instructors, fellowship with some gun organizations, some gun clubs, but don't just go out there, buy a gun and think that's it. You're, you know, Captain John Wick. You're far from it. And I, yeah, I would say 99.999% of people aren't extremely proficient. There's a select few who are very good at firearms, very um, accurate um, who understand the mechanics of the firearm. And if you can gain even one one hundredth of their knowledge of specifically the laws, but also the, the mechanics of your firearm, how it interacts with the world, you, you'll be a lot better off if you ever should have to use it. You know, God forbid. Yeah, absolutely. So. Just like, and I, I make this argument and people are like, they'll counter it with their foolishness, but you don't get behind a car without training. You don't cook without observing and training. Um, granted, those may not be required. Uh, you know, cooking classes isn't required, but to make us a better person, a better chef, a better cook, we should take those classes. So I'm not saying, oh, you know, you have to take LTC and we must have it, but get get it in everyone's minds that they need a training class would be significantly harder if there isn't the imposed, hey, you got to take this training class. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Yeah, my, my personal feelings towards it have generally been the other side. However, I do just as someone who hangs around uh, the world of instructors. I'm not an instructor for, for those who are wondering, but for those who, who kind of hang around for myself, I hang around instructors. I talk to instructors, you know, I talk to you from time to time. And the fact is that there's a lot of people who literally don't know the first thing about guns. Like they're 50 years old. And the first time they thought about the gun was during the riots and whatnot last year. Like, Oh, I guess maybe I should have something just in case. Well, great. You've lived half your life, and I'm I'm not coming at anybody. I'm just stating, you lived half your life not knowing anything about guns. You be, you haven't even played a video game <laughs> to kind of watch it happen there, and now, as an as an older person who your reflexes aren't as good as they were when you were twenty something or thirty something, now you want to pick up a firearm for the first time, and uh, maybe you carry it, maybe you have it in your car, or maybe it's on a shelf somewhere. Maybe it's on a lockbox. What good is that going to do you? Like, how are you going to be able to effectively use this if you should need to? Because if you should need to, that's the wrong time to figure it out. The wrong time. That's um, the worst time. Right. So I'm. I'm not personally. I've. I've had my questions, and I've. I've asked a lot of questions in regards to, is it actually important? The class, in some ways, yes, and in, in a lot of ways, no. In, in the ways that you have mentioned, I believe it is important to give some exposure. However, in 
I think the most important thing we can do now, specifically because it looks like it may just pass, yeah. is as instructors, as members of the gun community, as hobbyists, as people who enjoy firearms, whatever you want to call it, we need to really encourage all of our friends. Oh, your friend just bought a gun? All right, cool. Let's go to this training class, you and me, because <laughs> I can't just let you just run around here with a tool that can literally end your life. Seriously. And mine. And mine. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's not a joke. This is not a, it's not a toy. It's not a game. I mean, people joke around and say, oh, I got some new toys. I mean, that's, that's, that's cool and all, but that's not what it is. Yeah. So I highly encourage you, if you're listening to this and you have been thinking about getting a gun, take a class. If yeah. you have been, uh, if you bought a gun and you've not taken at least a few classes, take a class. If, you're, if you think you're proficient and it's been a while, Go take a class. Support somebody in the firearms industry because a lot of people do this at least as a half a living and some people do it for their entire living. So, And and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, take a class and support people because money, but support people because this is our community and and we we need to help each other out in the sense that we need to be a part of it. Um, A lot of us are really quick to go spend money at Walmart uh, on things that we really don't need, if we're being honest, but we won't uh, uh, support businesses in our own community, whether that be the black community, our local community, uh, mm-hmm. the firearms community. Support firearms instructors. Yes. Um, support your local FFLs, which is basically gun stores and people who are certified and licensed to to sell weapons. Uh, support local ranges. Yes. Um, and speaking of ranges, <laughs> I hear, I hear there is a range that you may or may not have had an opportunity to visit recently. Can you tell me everything about that? Yes, absolutely. So I had the dopest pleasure to be invited out to Black Neck Life Outdoors Range in State Line, Mississippi. It's literally right on the border of Mississippi and Alabama. Um, He has over 50 acres, um, like a creek, a swamp area runs through it where you could go fishing um yeah some great wild hunting animals out there um and he's building up a range like a a, uh, some tactical bays and stuff so i mean it's just so dope and what is even more so an honor is that it is a black owned range like he looks like us he is you know, and I say he is a black man, so he understands what it is to be a black man in America and wants to wants to provide this safe space for us. Like he is legitimately doing this just for the culture. He doesn't necessarily want to charge any range fees or, you know, I'm like, no, you, you got to do to charge something. Right. Right. Because if you want to make upgrades and improvements, you got to charge right. a little bit. You don't have to be crazy with it. But exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super Let's excited. go. Let's it, go. Oh, my goodness. That's why I'm like, I, I want to shout it out every chance I get. Like, um, yeah, because we, we need to, I firmly, firmly believe in supporting each other. Um, if if we don't support each other, nobody's going to do it for us. Yeah, know? I mean, um, so there's, I, there's gatekeepers to, to the world, you know, to the world. You have to support each other. Sometimes, you know, I look at stuff like YouTube, social media, starting a small business, 
And who are the people who are going to be your first customers? It's the people that you know. Yeah. And if they don't support you, you know, you're kind of up a creek unless you have some crazy product that people just take off. But sometimes it's not like that. It's growing pains. And if you can't have those growing pains with the people who actually care about you, then what do you have? Right. What, what do you have? So thank you for shouting them out. Uh, one more time with the name, just in case people missed it. Yes. The name of the range is Black Neck Life Outdoors. The instructor, you can find him, Gorilla Firearms Instruction. I just heard about him. Yeah. Just yep. heard about him. Yep, yep. He's um uh, on Facebook. I won't give out his personal info, but Gorilla Firearms, if you find him. Yeah. That's, that's dope. I appreciate you for mentioning that, Steph. No, thank you. I mean, yeah. it's an honor. We we need more Black-owned ranges. Like, Yeah. It, I mean, I've, I've never seen one except for the one you just mentioned. Yeah. So I, I'm, I want to, that's actually where I'm going to have my instructor certification class the, the following week, not the Houston one, but the Mississippi one is going to be out there. Um, and it's interesting. Him and I was having, you know, a deep conversation. I'm like, what do you need most for your range? He was like, I was like, do you need students? He's like, no, I need instructors. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, there's no one that looks like us around here doing what we do. I'm like, bet, let's do this. So that's why I said I want to do this instructor class targeting specifically around that area to, you know, bring it to his range. Like, mm-hmm. you have a Black-owned range, now let's get some Black instructors out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it would be almost almost strange or sad. And I'm not, I'm not saying people who aren't Black can't serve and uh, uh, really appreciate and give um, kind of, I'm not going to say give back, but kind of put something into the black community in, in a good way. But it would be it would be kind of sad, if not embarrassing, that we don't have great people with awesome life skills who can step up and do some firearms instruction. I know there are people in Mississippi, in that area. I know for a fact. I will put my house on that if I had a house. <laughs> Um, on the fact that there's some folks who know how to work a firearm and all they need is some formal instruction on how to really bring that to the masses and, and really teach people uh, in, in the right way, in a, in a really safe way um, that can really bring out that, that efficiency in folks. That's important to me. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's, it, it is going to happen. Um, and just like you said, it's all about efficiency, being an efficient instructor, um, being able to clearly communicate. It's more than knowing how to shoot. Um, can I get my student on target? Can I clearly com- clearly and effectively communicate everything that's going on in my head that makes mm-hmm. me so great on the range to make someone else that good? And if you can, I think you, that, that's the building blocks of a great instructor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I stand on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. So mm-hmm. Steph, tell me a little bit about kind of what you have coming up next. What's, uh, what's the, what's the future look like for you? Oh my goodness. So I'm putting a pause on my LTC classes until we see what goes on with the constitutional carry, but that only leaves more time for me to focus on the Naga basic fundamentals course. So I'm super excited. May 30th, I've partnered with the Black Store out here in Houston, Texas, where um, I want to say I'm actually the 
first instructor that's giving the first Naga class. So kind of all eyes are going to be wow. on this one. Yeah, I, we're in a group chat together. I'm like, hey, has anyone done the class yet? They're like, nope. I was like, oh, everyone's like pushing it out until June, July. I'm like, well, mine's in two weeks. They're like, oh, lead the way, stuff. They said good luck. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have that May 30th. It's almost sold out. I think there's like two or three seats left, which is really, I mean, really inspiring. That shows that our people really have been waiting for this. Um, so I, I'm so excited to share the curriculum with them. Um, so that's May. June, I'm going to be traveling a lot. I'm heading out to the Juneteenth event down with Lou in Homestead. And then... Shout June, out Lou Tactical. Lou Tactical, I... <laughs> Uh, that's June 19th. I'll be down in Miami that weekend. And then the following weekend, I'll be up in Dallas with the Southwest Convention. And then in July, I'll be doing the two instructor certification classes, the one in Houston and then the one out in Mississippi. And I haven't planned out the rest of my schedule yet. I, I need a break. So I might plan August for just me and my personal development. So. Hey, you know what? That is so important. Yeah, yeah. Just in, in a world that anxiety, yes. um, mental illness, uh, mental health issues has yeah. been so prevalent um, in, in America as a whole, but also specifically in our society, we have to we have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. So more power to you. Um, I really hope that people will will continue to really support you. If you have shirts or anything like that, keep buying the shirts. I don't know if you have shirts. I don't. I haven't what? got merch yet. No, I don't Get know. Get some merch so people can support. Because, yeah. you know, I, I like to, if someone has merch, you know, I like to say like, hey, go buy their merch. I'll put yeah. the link in the description or something like that. But that being said, um, mm -hmm. back to the mental health definitely definitely take care of yourself i mean even for myself this is making the show and kind of getting as many people in and trying to get everybody scheduled and record and edit oh my gosh it is edit. a beast i mean it's simple but it's not so simple because right. there's a few things that go into it that just eat up my time plus i got you know a whole family so mm -hmm. um for the next few weeks probably after not not after this one, but I think episode after next or so will be the last one. Um, and they'll be scheduled out, so they'll probably <laughs> still be coming out. But I'm personally taking a break as their yeah. schedule release. Um, just, to, just, to, just to shoot. <laughs> just so I can have some time to actually just shoot and have a good time. And, you know, spend time with my family a little bit more. Maybe go on a vacation. You know? And uh, I know not everybody gets a vacation. Yeah, just got to refill. Got to recharge. Got to come back, restore it, and just kind of go at it again exactly. and give my best to the people. And now it's not about me. It's definitely still about you. So good job just taking taking mm -hmm. a second to take that break. I'm going to hold you to it now because if I see that the time comes and you're still working, I'm going to send you that DM and I'm going to be like, hey, Steph, listen, I know uh, this might not be my place. I'm not trying to come at you sideways, but tick tock. Take know? a break. Take a break. Yes, sir. I will. Um, actually, I think I kind of got it penciled in August. I, I'm, I might take a vacation out in Atlanta. So hey, that sounds like a vacation, vacation. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning something for them. So all right, that sounds good. I love it. Hold me to it. Yes, ma'am. Well, if you guys have made it this far, please go ahead, 
hit the like button. Go ahead and subscribe. Obviously, you like it, so go ahead and subscribe. And, uh, of course, check out Family Ties 2A, that's Stephanie's um, Instagram page. And also, what, what do you have, like, a business website? My business website, it's one of those link tree. So it's, okay, so it's in there? Yeah. Okay. It, it's all in my bio of my Instagram and my Facebook. Facebook is Family Ties Firearms Training. Instagram is Family Ties, the number 2A and the letter A. So. All right. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, please go ahead and check out Family Ties 2A on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you on the next Costly Conversations. Steph, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. Be well, be safe out there.